This is episode 72 of Forever 39 with us, your podcast besties, Annette and Megan. Remember, you can go to Facebook and like us via NJ1015's page, and you can follow us on Twitter at Forever39NJ. Don't hesitate to email us with show ideas at Forever39 at NJ1015.com. We love that. And lastly, you can find the Forever 39 podcast via the NJ1015 app, iTunes, or Google Play. Coming up in this episode, we'll be chatting about how long sex should last and high school. Forever! (laughs) Speak for yourself. (laughs) And high school reunions. But up top, handling stress. Mm -hmm. Oh, Annette. Okay. It's the perfect topic for us today. It's been a pretty hectic day. And according to Wallet Hub, New Jersey, where our podcast is based out of, ranks 31st in the most stressed states, which actually surprised. I thought we'd be higher on the list, like more stressed. I did too. Mm-hmm. Because we're in the Northeast and we're by Manhattan. We can explain that a little, though, if you want, as to like why we were 31st. Because I actually was surprised. Do that you want to we go were... into that? Because I don't yeah. really have why. Well, they notes. looked at 38 key indicators of start... stress to determine which states are the most stressed out. And um, what they found with New Jersey, so Louisiana, by the way, is the most stressed state, right? right? I know. And Minnesota is the least stressed state. So what they found is that, according to the Wallet Hub report, we rank sixth in terms of work-related stress. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Uh, yes. I mean, everybody's rolling and moving and... But when it comes to money, our score is actually pretty fantastic because we come in as the 43rd least stressed state, which makes sense because even though New Jersey affordability wise is very expensive, Mm -hmm. we also get paid well in this state compared to other states. Right. So that makes sense to me why we would be so high with that. And then we come in 25th in both the family-related stress rank and health and safety-related stress rank. The study reveals that when compared to other states, New Jersey's rate of divorce and crime per capita is pretty low. So that's where they came up with the 31st most stressed right. state. So they so between the four categories, which were work, family, health, and money, they broke all those down into like subcategories. Yes. So it was a pretty tricky thing to look at. But the thing I found interesting, and I'm not a man hater, a man basher. I think men are wonderful and they kind of get a bad rap these days. But (laughs) I found this very funny that stress is on the rise since 2016 with women, but the level of stress in men has actually gone down. (laughs) And the common stressors today are the future of America, money and health. But (laughs) like, I just feel like, like I'm so run ragged all the time. Sure. And I'm very good with time management. I think from working in broadcasting, you get very good with time management. I honestly feel like sometimes there's no more I could do. And then as I'm feeling that way, Mike's sitting on the sofa playing. <laughs> Doing a whole lot of nothing. Yeah, he's like playing Boom Beach, something, yeah. like chilling, laying upstairs with the dogs. I'm like, gosh, like, but I couldn't even do that if I wanted to. That's just mm-hmm. not my personality. And we've talked about this before, that how women bear the weight of the mental load of the relationship. We all know True. that when it comes to leisure time, we did this topic before that women have less of it than men. Women definitely take on a lot more. And men seem very perfectly content to do a whole lot of nothing. So how do you handle stress? What do you do? Oh, I eat. Okay. <laughs> I, I do. think that's an I honest answer. I, I think, eat. Yeah. See, yeah. I'm the opposite. I, yes. This is why I'm having people I eat. 
that's the one time I actually don't eat when I'm really stressed or upset. That's oh, the no. one time. But trust me when I tell you that. Yeah. No. It doesn't happen all. I definitely eat. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, so what stresses you out, though, about life in New Jersey? Like, I really was surprised that we were 31st on this stressor list. But what stresses you out about living here? The hustle. I think there's yeah. a constant hustle. I mean, mm-hmm. I've said before on the podcast, I do freelance. I have a few jobs and it's a constant hustle, constant making sure the client's happy and a constant hustle to make sure everything's going okay and you're at the right place and you've timed yourself out properly between jobs and all that stuff. The hustle for work for me and taking care of my home mm-hmm. is a lot because I try to do traditional a little bit and sure. I, I try, my husband works really hard and I just try to take care of everything. I try to take care of the food shopping and the cleaning and the laundry and all that's dishwasher, all that stuff. And that adds up after a while. But do you miss the hustle, though? I mean, like, honestly, like when I've gone to other states to travel, sometimes mm-hmm. I miss the hustle. I'm kind of yeah. like, oh, my gosh. I'm so grateful. We I moved was born so here. slow in this state. <laughs> yeah. I'm so grateful I was born here because I think it gave me a foundation. Mm-hmm. And also being my father's daughter, he was very like it just kind of taught me to always be prepared and ready and aware of other people and ready to go. And I also don't know if within him that was a Northeast thing, but I'm grateful this is where I grew up. I'm just because I feel like I, can, I get more done. I don't know that that's the case, mm-hmm. but that's how I feel. I know with New Jersey, the thing that stresses me out for sure is the cost of living here. It's like I feel very pressured. How much do I have to make really in order to feel like I'm comfortable right. living here? Because I'm definitely not making that. I understand. And, and yeah. I, I, you know, anytime something goes wrong at the house or any anything, it doesn't even have to be at the house. It could be the car breaks down or this bill came in. Like, it's very expensive to live here. And especially single. We talked about yes, this on the podcast not mm-hmm. too long ago. And it's a bigger stress. And not to say uh, property taxes in New Jersey are insane. Are, They're absolutely insane. If I didn't have that, mm-hmm. I think I, I wouldn't be so worried all the time. And then you look at like what other people in other states pay and you're like, why are we paying? Pain so much. Well, and we have to figure out a different way to do that. And we do. We are known to have really good services. True, but it's just sometimes I'm like, I don't know. We talked to Ken Kamen about this about Mm -hmm. retirement. Like, I don't know that I'd be able to afford to stay here in retirement. I really don't. Like, I think really why? What? What would be the draw? To stay here when they nickel and dime you for they do. every... You can't even yeah. drive down the road without paying a toll. I think that's one thing that's really stressful. I also think the other thing that's a little stressful about New Jersey is like around where I live, which mm-hmm. is central New Jersey, it's not so bad. But most of my family lives in North Jersey. And I got to tell you, the level of congestion and traffic mm-hmm. in North Jersey, like every single time I go up to visit my family, it does not matter when it is. There is an issue on the parkway and or the turnpike. Always. And you're just like, oh, my gosh. You know, Mm -hmm. and you get frustrated because what should have taken you an hour and 15 minutes Mm -hmm. is now going to take you almost two hours to get to to go where you need to go. It's frustrating. It's so frustrating. But that is definitely an issue I have as well. But you know what I can try to do? I try to schedule things or work things around the roads around me that get crowded. I'm in the southern part of the state. But we still we have the Philadelphia traffic. It gets crowded. People coming in and out in the flow. And you try to time it. And I remember my husband worked up. There's a road that's notorious in North Jersey, 287. Mm -hmm. And he just it was a night. Nightmare. It was a nightmare for him. And the amount of time it added to his commute when he stopped having to drive on that road, his whole personality changed going and coming from work because it wasn't so intense. I do wish sometimes that the pace of life here was slower. Mm-hmm. I have to admit, though, when I have gone to other states where it is, I'm a little like thrown off because mm-hmm. I feel like 
okay, <laughs> like I need to slow down my walking pace, my thought about like usually the drink comes before the meal, you know, like yes. there's that sometimes where you okay. like get the meal and then the drink comes like um. it. I need to change my thinking about some of that. But true. New Jersey can be a really stressful place, but it can also be a great state, too. Yeah, I'm happy I grew up here. I love New Jersey. I think it, we've talked before also about how it, it gets a bad rap, but there's a lot of wonderful things going on here and wonderful people. And I think the people of New Jersey get a bad rap. And I, I do think too. they're nothing like we're portrayed at all. Sometimes there's a, a little bit of rudeness, though. I don't know if it's rudeness or honesty. And I think you can be honest without being rude. That's true. I mean, I guess I don't come across that much because I actually think people here are really friendly. Mm-hmm. But maybe because I'm a pretty friendly person. That's True. what I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, what stresses you out about life in New Jersey? Take our poll at nj1015.com. All right, guys. So our next topic is going to get a little racy. So if you're listening to our podcast with the kiddos in the car, you might want to skip over this next section. Or if you're my parents <laughs> who listen yes. to every podcast, please Do not listen to this segment. Yes, please (laughs) turn it off now. Yeah. So let's talk about sex, how long it lasts and how long you would like it to last. So first, (laughs) I think there's a lot of misconceptions out there about just how long sex lasts. We have all run into that guy or that couple that brags about what's going on between the sheets. And I'm sure there's people out there. That can have sex for a long, long, long time. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But the reality is the average sexual encounter only lasts for 12 minutes. Yep, 12 minutes. That's fine. So the information (laughs) comes from an article on health24.com. They reported on data from Lovely, which is a sex toy and tracking app for couples. Lovely collected data from nearly 450 couples, and 12 minutes is the magic number. Now, we do need to clarify something about this stat. Lovely doesn't say whether the 12 minutes is the whole act, including foreplay, or if it's just penetration. And I think that's important to Mm. know. So here's another study that looked at this subject. Glamour Magazine asked 1,000 women how long foreplay and sex usually lasts for them. And the numbers were pretty much the same. Five to nine minutes on foreplay and 10 to 14 minutes on penetration. So we're basically looking at about 15 minutes for the whole act. Okay. What's interesting is that most couples really don't want sex to go on and on for hours. Because let's face it, we have things to do, you know. Uh In fact, they don't even want it to go on for 30 minutes. The adult dating site Saucy Dates polled nearly 4,000 people ages 18 to 50 and asked them this question. How long would you like sex to last? I think most people are going to think that men's numbers are going to be like off the charts. Okay. What did they say? Nope. The average answer for men was 25 minutes and 51 seconds. <laughs> okay. And for women, the average was 25 minutes and 43 seconds. Okay. So oh. the sexes are on the same page here. Wow. You know, for right? once, we're always so different. See, I think the thing about this that can be tricky is for women, it typically takes longer to reach orgasms. So more sex, longer sex might mean that you're going to get there. Less sex, probably not so much. I was trying to think when I was younger, like I was definitely way more crazy and probably TMI, but I don't have a line, so I don't really care. She was swinging. (laughs) I just, but I I think I realized what it is. I wasn't as busy. 
right. didn't have as much to do. I didn't have as much to check. And you know my personality, Annette, because you have the same one where we have to get our list done. And if my hubby is in the mood to do that and my list isn't done, I'm out. Like, so wait, wait, are you out as in you won't have sex with him or when you're having sex, the list is like, I have to go to CVS. Right. Sometimes it I, is. Oh. Sometimes I do that. Now, not all the time. I mean, I'm still <laughs> happily like, married. This is awful. So but is it hard sometimes. for you to just get into the moment when he wants to get into the moment if you still have that list incomplete? Um. Yeah. Well, I think he knows now. Okay. And he knows when to strike. Like he's gotten smart about it Megan is the list done all right great let's get upstairs but I need external peace for internal peace and I can't focus on him or what we're doing if I don't have everything in order and he does understand that now don't get me wrong I definitely there is spontaneity at times and where I don't care and the list can go right out the door right out the door perfect (laughs) wording but I just feel like that's what I've realized that's the difference between 20-something Megan who is swinging from the chandeliers and a (laughs) 41-year-old Megan who's like, God, did I fold the laundry in the dryer? Yeah, because I got to get that done. But I adore him and he's sweet and loving and so understanding. All right. Well, here's the thing. For those of you that want to try and make the experience last longer, here's some tips from an article on Cosmopolitan.com. Now, I will say most of these are directed toward the guy. So men, listen up. And ladies, you might want to take some notes. Yes. Foreplay, foreplay, and more foreplay. Before getting right to the serious stuff, spend more time on foreplay. If the list is done. <laughs> your face sometimes when I said I that, do. you're like, I don't need the sometimes, foreplay. Yeah, sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. I think you need the foreplay to get not in the every mood. every time, Annette. I've been married. Yeah, I know, but the, the problem is, is like you're not, like you're usually not ready to have sex. Sometimes you're you, just a wife. You gotta get. You get what I'm saying? I, yeah, I get all that. Sometimes you're not. I mean, God, right. I sound so but, awful right but now. Still, but still, you need to, but you still need to get ready to at least even want Like it's very difficult to be ready down there if all he's doing is just inserting and that's it and there's no my romance beforehand so hot i mean he could just walk in the room and, and I'm you're ready, ready? oh yeah. come on <laughs> <laughs> all right so try something new and adventurous in bed maybe a new position or experiment with sex toys sure, sure. speaking of positions <laughs> try perpendicular sex positions that apparently makes things last longer this perpendicular I guess. Cosmo suggests having your man masturbate before sex, not right before sex, a couple hours before, so he's not so ready to, Mm -hmm. you know, fire off. It'll take him a little bit longer to have an orgasm when he's with you. Yes. Try to start things up again after your man reaches orgasm. It's called the refractory period, and you'll want to try to get him excited again a few minutes after he ejaculates. You can also try edging when your man is ready to reach orgasm. Have him stop and wait a minute or two before continuing sex. And if you don't want to try edging, you can also try squeezing the base of his penis. If done right, it should stop him from ejaculating. What every man loves. (laughs) So here's some tips. If you want to, you know, make it to like 25 minutes in the bedroom or an hour or five minutes, whatever. We're nothing if not informative. (laughs) We are informative. So how do you make sex last longer? Let us know by emailing us at forever39 at nj1015.com. So moving on, Annette and I were talking about high school reunions. And it's funny because as similar as we tend to be, (laughs) I think we're very opposite on views on this. 
So I actually planned my last class reunion. God bless you. I didn't mind it at all. It just kind of actually via Facebook kind of randomly fell on my shoulders. And with the help of some friends, I led the charge in getting it done. We had it at a country club and there was some food and a DJ and, of course, drinks. And it was nice and we had a great time. But if I were to do the next one, the 25th, which is so far out, but if I had to do it, <laughs> she's so lying, um, I would make it less elaborate. Like having it in a country club was nice and there's a really reasonable one around us. Mm-hmm. But it was lovely. It was on the golf course. It was really nice. But I think I would just do it like maybe outside, like maybe a local establishment with like a, a deck or something like that, or maybe make it multi-class because I know the class below us never has a reunion and they really are kind of envious of ours, some of them. And I went to, I grew up in Delran, New Jersey, and I don't know if it's a Delran thing or what. I graduated with a really good class and I think that helps. We had like 170 kids. We all really kind of liked each other. I mean, there are some weirdos for sure, but <laughs> for the most part, we all really got along and I think want to see each other. And I'm happy that we have that because I do care about how people are doing and I want to see them. There's definitely something about the whole South Jersey thing I've noticed because I didn't grow up in South Jersey. Right. I grew up in Central Jersey. And I the time that I've come to your house, you guys talk like <laughs> everyone lives on your block and you literally know everyone. And I'm like, this is such an interesting thing because really? I feel like I don't even know my neighbors. Really? <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's a South Jersey thing. Really? I really do. Well, God bless you, though. Oh, you, I'm not offended. I'm just, you oh, that's guys interesting. almost have like a, a Southern mentality, like where you went to a school down South where everyone knew everybody and yeah. you all loved each other. And I'm like, yeah, that was not Ewing High, people. How many not people at all. did you graduate with? About 222, 30. Oh, so you weren't that far off from me. No, but I mean, we had our reunion. It was terrible. There was only like 19 people that showed up. Why? It was really, I don't know. I just, there was not a lot of participation hmm. from my class in general, even when we were in school. Oh, we had, yeah, Forget we were Forget 20 years later. And yeah. we had it at the uh, the Spirit of Philadelphia. <sighs> so that was nice. But yes. it was like the 19 people that showed up, 10 of them were people I hung out with, which was cool. Great. Some of them I don't hang out with anymore, but it was really nice to see them and catch up. Mm-hmm. And then like the other nine... <laughs> They only showed up, I think, because they were like, I need to show up to my reunion so that I can let you know how fabulous I am. Mm. You know, you could tell like they were just there to brag. And like, I felt like it was kind of like the people that came that was like, we want to be seen and we want to let you know that we're the most successful people in the class. And then the the other half of us were just like there to have a good time. Yeah. So it was just like really awful. It was divided. I just, I mean, I remember Ingrid and I went together and we were both like, we're never doing this again. Uh, like we're done. We're never doing this again. Like it just, it was just not a good night. It really wasn't. It was nice to get dressed up. Yeah. Like I said, it fun. was nice to see some people, but I mean, 19 people out of 220, 230. But I also think, like, I just don't know that reunions are necessary anymore because of social media. Because so many people are on Facebook and there's so many ways to keep in touch with people these days and to see their lives. It's not like when our parents graduated from high school. You really didn't know anything about these people unless you kept in touch with them. So I feel like it was different then. I Well, I agree, but I think it can go the other way, too. I think it can help get people geared up and get the word out. So, like, once you're together then you're not dealing with how many kids do you have and what are you doing that's true you have all that out of the way so if you genuinely want to be there and see the people I think a lot of time is saved make sense but then let me ask you though anybody that you saw at your reunion Mm -hmm. have you then seen since yes oh okay all right you're gonna say no and I was 
going to make a point. I have to say, <laughs> no, I, I actually have two girlfriends that I was very good friends with in high school, especially towards the end of high school. And then we went to college and kind of lost touch. And the one, we became really close again at the fifth reunion. And then my one girlfriend, Becky, I travel with her. I talk to her pretty much daily now. I would be, I, I missed her all these years. But last reunion, she came to my house beforehand. She married a guy from my class. And I get along with him. We were also very good friends. And we just hit it off. And they hit it off with my husband. And now we travel with them. And they're wonderful. In Delran, it can go either way. That doesn't really surprise me that that happened. That's very cool. I did not have that experience. There was talk about us getting together. and Sure. But it just didn't happen. And that's okay. Because, sure. I, again, like sometimes I think, it's meaningful and you want to try to get together with the person, but there's just so much going on and you have so many other people in your life. It's hard to like make time for everybody. Well, I think too, if you go and say, if you have a friend you had a falling out with, right. if after a couple drinks, even maybe you could put that to rest. Sure. Maybe you're not going to be best friends, That's but you true. can maybe put it to rest. But here's a real quick question to kind of wrap it all up. Do you think a spouse should go if they did not graduate with the class? I say no. I, like I'm my husband, that, like I, I don't think there's a reason for a spouse to go. Then you're babysitting. Because I, all you're babysitting exactly. Unless they know, like in my yeah. case, my husband knows a lot of the people. Sure, but even then, he's like, "Go see ya." Yeah, I I'll mean, I, I would up. think it's gonna be hard for them. Yeah, because they're sort of like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, like I said, Ingrid and I went together. She yeah. didn't bring Kevin. Yeah, because um, I think he probably would have been like, "Okay, I don't know any of these right. people." For what? Right, exactly. For and what? It's, it is. It's hard to. And I think a lot of people actually, if I remember, were there. Without their significant, were they? I don't know. It's kind of mixed. It was ours a bit was of, mixed. It was mixed. Yeah, there's some mixed. people that were there, and some people that flew in, and their wives and husbands came with oh, them. I felt but... so bad. This one girl planned to fly in. She bought a plane ticket and everything, and last minute, she was so excited from Texas, and last minute she had to cancel because she had a family emergency. So, so how many people were at yours though? Um, we were closing in. We graduated with 170. Mm-hmm. I would say we were. In the mid '80s, I think if we had participation, yeah, well, that would have been, it, yeah, yeah. It, but in the fact that we didn't, it was, and then there was also this weird, like, there was a whole Facebook group that was set up for it, and there okay. were some people who were really upset with the ticket price. And I understand, like, everybody yeah. has a certain level of affordability, mm-hmm. but then that I think turned some people off because some people were complaining that they couldn't afford it. Some other people were saying, "Hey, I'll I'll chip in and I'll help you." And, and so I just think there was a lot of stuff that happened prior that sure. maybe just turned some people off. They're like, you know, I don't want to be part of this. Forget it. It was like high school all over again. Yeah. You know, it yeah, became like that. I get so, that. Well, what do you think about high school reunions? A do or a don't at this point? Take our poll over at nj1015.com. And that is it for this episode of Forever 39. On next week's podcast, our topics are, do you have self-itis? Airline fares by income and owning versus renting. Bye, guys.